that he was playing. I'm still mad. Now listen, I'm not going to sit out like all these clowns on other networks got okay. their head up the Lakers. Now they're blaming Frank Vogel and Russell Westbrook. Listen, the people up top who put that trash together are running and hiding like cowards, saying, "Oh, it's Frank, it's Russ." You put all them old geezers out there. Listen, the best guy other than LeBron in the last month has been who? Stanley Johnson. Yeah. And for y'all to be bringing a guy who was on the street, and he becomes your second best player, and the, the general, whoever running that trash out there, getting away, uh, it's ridiculous, man. Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, me and Ian play a little catch up with our shoutouts. And also that big announcement that was made amongst us JWs. And also, we're going to get into some NBA conversation. In our second segment, we have the return of MVP Music Table Discussion. Yes, we're going to talk about 33 threes. What is that? We'll keep listening to find out. In our This Face segment, we have a new face-off. Yes, it's a face-off between two barbecue spots in Chicago that are very well known. I-57 will be going up against Kenny's Ribs. And we also have some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax. It's been a long time. We should have never left you without a dope podcast to step to. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What up, what up? What it do? We are back. What is going on? It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Not a dope podcast to step to. Yes, sir. We are back. A lot has transpired. Why? Since our last episode, we had a big announcement in the JW community last week. So we're going to tap into that in a little bit. But man, how, how you been? I've been good, man. I've been healthy. I'm still undefeated in these streets. Um, As far as COVID goes, um, you know, I've been good, man. I've been good. A lot been happening, man. Warden broke out in Europe. We didn't got announcement about going back. We, you know, Barack Obama got COVID. You, you outdid Barack, man. I know, I know. (laughs) I I defeated Barack, man. I defeated Barack. what else? What else? Oh, trades, NBA trades. We ain't talked about yet. The big one, Philly and Brooklyn. You know. Oh yeah. We get on yeah, that later. Got a lot of thoughts on that one. Got a lot of thoughts on that one. But man, any shout outs? Of course, man. Oh, of before course. you get any shout outs, I'm doing well too. Oh, good. <laughs> I forgot about good, myself. Good. <laughs> I'm doing well, guys. I'm doing well. Roger Magnificent's doing well, man. He's uh. Actually, you know, you guys know from the last previous episode, I did get COVID. I didn't beat the war on COVID. But, hey, thanks to being, you know, heavily vaccinated, I was able to survive it and uh, get back into these streets, cut these heads, man. So other than that, family's been good. Um, Got a memorial season coming up, getting ready for that. Yes. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm ready. So, but yeah, man, go ahead. Take it away with the shout outs. Oh man, I got a lot. I got a lot. Uh, shout, shout out, uh, shout out to everyone who's eager to go back, and shout out to everyone who's not. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle, man. I'm in the middle. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm. Um, so 
So shout out to those people. Shout out to, um, you know, I also don't want to forget, shout out to all our supporters, our listeners who uh, lovingly and patiently wait for the next episode to drop. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we here for y'all. Y'all, y'all like us, right? We we in a Rodney. We we yeah, they, they, we, they all, like we all we all friends. We all star. <laughs> we all star. <laughs> Get good feedback from the brother Sanders mixtape too. So even though we ain't been posting episodes, y'all been paying attention to the mixtape. So that's we appreciate that too. Absolutely. Shout out to the sister in my field service group. I think I accidentally offended this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man. Rewind, man. Take us. Can you can you dive deep into that? Yeah, I can dive into it. I can dive into it. So you know, we we want to meet for service Saturday, and you know, naturally, we were talking about the, the the announcement that came down from the branch about going back, and you know, friends were just kind of throwing out their little ideas on how they think it might go down, and, and this, this, and that, and the subject of like a sister cracked a joke about unvaccinated people, like making them all watch the meeting from the B B school. And I then I made a joke about wow. <laughs> then I made a joke about not even letting them in the bill. And I saw I was like, man, I'm gonna be at the front door uh, checking for uh, vaccination cards. <laughs> and um, but that's not what I did. That's not what I think did it. What did it was when I I made a statement. I you know I was just talking without thinking. I made a statement about how. You know, I, I have been hearing about people who I personally know, not at our congregation, but at other congregations who are still not vaccinated for whatever reason. And I, I made the comment. I said, yeah, I used to think they had sound judgment. And immediately my field service group assistant, a friend of the show, uh, Reggie, he shoots me a text message like, yeah, sister so-and-so still unvaccinated last I heard. And I was just like, oh, well, you know, and, 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 you know, of course I threw out there, you know, it's, of course it's a personal choice, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I didn't say this, but it's like, yeah, it, it no longer becomes personal when you, you're breathing air aids all over me and my family, <laughs> air aids, <laughs> you know, so I, I, she didn't say nothing. She's sister didn't react to nothing. I, I think we're at a, at a point where the people who are anti-vax, they at least got enough sense to not express it out loud um yeah. because friends have have lost loved ones to this you know i've lost loved ones i lost the co-worker i my mom has covid right now as we speak oh, so man. sorry to hear that man yeah she she's doing a little better though yeah she's doing a little better so and she's had it for like a week now but like it's so everything is still very fresh in my in my brain with covid you know what i mean um, you know, you, you just got over it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'd be lying if I was to say, yeah, I can't wait to go back because I know there are people out there in the congregation who are still unvaxxed. I know there are people who ain't gonna respect space. They're gonna be trying to hug and kiss all over you, and then when you decline, they're gonna get offended. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I'm already, yeah. I'm already gearing up for those battles. Then you're gonna have the, 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 the people who, uh, who ain't gonna be masked up, you know. But, you know, we're getting more and more directions from the branch as far as how to go back. So right. he those directions, man. He those directions. That's and uh, yeah. And shout out to um, shout, <laughs> shout out to uh, uh, all the elders out here already acting like Pharisees with the return. Like <laughs> they ready to move know? pioneers already. 
not, no, but they they talking like they not. If you not if you not sick enough, sick and infirm to the degree that I feel you should be sick or infirm, then you shouldn't be taking advantage of the virtual option. So we gonna have to deal with that. You know, I I, I can see it already, Rodney. Three, four months from now, the branch is gonna have to drop another letter. Like, 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 please respect these friends' decisions. <laughs> like, please, please, don't, don't, don't. Oh my goodness. Oh. I just don't know. I just don't know why down. they was they was coming to the hall before, but they can't come now. It's like, it, it, have you not been paying attention to the last two years? Like, there was a pandemic. That's why they don't want to go. They feel uncomfortable about going back now. Two years ago, we weren't dealing with a pandemic. Exactly. Well, I'm just saying, you know, they go out and kick it. And, well, how do you know they go out how and kick it? How you know they go out and kick it? Unless you're kicking it with them. And if you're kicking it with them, then you already have a, 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 a foot in the door to talk to them. There's so many factors into this. You got people that have families with kids that aren't vaccinated and they don't feel comfortable going back to the hall. That's understandable, you know, like you you also you got to make an exception for people's feelings in regards to how returning to the congregation is going to affect them. You know, like this is different. We are basically on the tails end of a pandemic. I still think the pandemic still here, even though mandates are lifted. COVID still exists. So we can get another spike. You know, you never know. And things get, get shut right back down. We don't know, but like, don't let's let's not just get too overhyped about this and start trying to put our foot down as elders, trying to make all these unnecessary rules that you know are your own personal preference. This is chill with that. Yeah, please, please chill, please chill. And shout out to Sister Williams and Brother Sanders. They man, you know they they be going at it, man. Oh <laughs> man. Sister Williams, man, after that last mixtape, man, Sister, Sister Williams came at us like, hey, man, y'all need, y'all need to talk to that, that, that brother Sanders, you know, he out here spreading malicious gossip. I say, I said, Sister, okay, this is what happened, but bro, 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 brother Sanders overheard a conversation about another Sister Williams who wasn't vaxxed, and you know, Williams is a very common last name, and he just took it and ran with it, didn't get all the facts, didn't repeated get all the facts. Repeated something on the hot mic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he yeah. he didn't he, he ain't mean it. Sister Williams is a very common name. So yeah. we asked Sister Williams, do you forgive him though? Do you forgive him? You know? Yeah. Go to your I, go to I your brother. I had a conversation <laughs> with Sister Williams too. You know she you know she called me when we got this announcement. She's trying to get some more magazines for all her studies and everything. So <laughs> right. trying to get everything ready. I I I'll, I'll reveal that conversation later. Um, but she also <laughs> mentioned that too. Uh, she cleared her name. I, spoiler alert, Williams, Sister Williams is back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Williams got sense, y'all. She ain't she ain't one of those out there, you know, acting crazy and everything. But uh, yeah, we had an interesting conversation. I definitely gonna feel that <laughs> with the next mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother Sanders is out of control, man. That cause that cause Sister Sanders, man, she, I mean Sister Williams, she be on top of things, man. She she know her studies better than than, than <laughs> anybody in the congregation okay she knows what brother sanders do on the side he knows <laughs> she, she knows brother she know sanders past she know all his tricks she's she seen all his tricks she know the mr plow trick so. <laughs> 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 she on his head man 
man, don't mess with Sister Williams, man. Don't mess with Sister Williams. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, man. Any more shout outs? Believe that's it, man. I believe that's that it. is it. That's it. Uh, I, I, I just got a shout out. Um, shout out to those friends that just listens to every little bad text message or alert that goes around talking about oh watch out for uh, somebody sending you something on a phone it could be a hacker or it could be this or it could be that pass this along to other friends <laughs> and it's like yo time out hey I watch the news like everybody else I'm not saying we gotta be and I understand friends are really love you know each other we're 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 taught to love one another to love our neighbors to really look out for one another make sure we protect each other but you don't have to believe everything you hear like <laughs> and, and and then put it in 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 group chats and spreading it out and now everybody's kind of you know people that are already uneasy about electronics like other older friends in the congregation they see these text messages and now they're afraid to even look at their phones because you're people are getting scared by all of these unnecessary text messages that's coming out so like man oh, y'all friends calm that down man like we understand everybody's trying to protect somebody but like let's let's cool it out with these little alerts talking about some hackers and this this person's watch out uh, people are pulling pulling people over uh asking them can they borrow a dollar and then the next thing you know they steal what? your car and, and it's like <laughs> okay uh, you know what that is rodney that's, that's life guys that's that's baby boomers who um that's 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 baby boomers bro that's that's because my mom be sending me the same types of uh, uh, text messages you know um you know, if you get a phone call asking for your social security number, don't give it to me. Well, of course not. Of Why course would I, not. <laughs> Why would I be dumb enough to do that? I don't even answer. I don't even answer unidentified numbers. No. So get you some spam risk protection and just keep it moving. Exactly. That's all you got to do. Get you that VPN or something, something like that and just keep it going. <laughs> but that's that's the only rant I got, man. For, for, for the day uh back to the my take on this announcement that we're going yeah, i'm very curious as to how they they took it on in, in your your area right you know what it, it it really didn't make a lot of noise with our congregation it's just, everybody was just kind of like oh okay i don't you know i don't know if you know it don't sound like people are are extremely excited about it for me i don't care i i I don't care if we're going back to the hall. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm more worried about when that 70 hours get. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, that's what I'm more concerned about when this when this whole uh 70 hour requirement thing gets back activated. That cause cause man, I've been chilling, man. I ain't even gonna lie, man. I've been chilling in. I'm like, man, hey, <laughs> man, these friends don't care about getting, you know, at least 40 hours. I'm like, well, why why should I be out here? hustling and bustling and, and trying to get 60 on a regular basis man and i actually talked to a ceo about it you know and, and he encouraged he's like hey man this is the he's like this jehovah's is giving us some rest man just just rest up 
And then when when the, when the field service gets activated, that 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 hourly required gets activated again, hey, we we got the rest that we needed, and we can go on back out there. So I took that and ran with it, man. I'm like, shoot, I'm only going out on the days I'm assigned. I go out another day here and there, go out on the weekend, support the group, and that's it. And I got a study that I attend to. I do that, and that's my that's my field service. <laughs> you know, because at yeah. first, man, I mean, I was out every day on Zoom, and, and it was it was wearing me out, man. Like I bet I got Zoom fatigue really quick. So I was like, man, forget this, man. <laughs> you know, I ain't, yeah. I ain't about to be. What what am I proving? What am I proving? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 cool. It sound like yeah, yeah, your your friends sound very very reasonable and level headed, Rodney. It, it, it was it was it was on, on our end. It's like you know you you have you do have some friends who are apprehensive about it, which is understandable. You know, I my my wife is immunocompromised, so I get it. But then you got the people who are just like. You know, if you don't come back to the hall, you you don't have faith, you know, and it's like everybody just just calm down, just simmer down a little bit and <laughs> you know, let people do what they're gonna to the do. Hall, you don't have faith. You know, you don't trust Jehovah. It's like I don't trust Jehovah. It's, it's the people I don't trust. And clearly, <laughs> cl- clearly I'm 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 in the right because I'm still hearing about folks who are unvaccinated. Right. No, of, of course I wouldn't say this, you know, on, on a hot mic at the at, on a meeting, because yeah, that's a different platform. But <clears throat> it's just you know, me and you talking and the listeners, you know. But exactly, you know, if if you're not willing to, to, to take them some of the most basic steps to protect yourselves and and those around you, you know, that's that's a good indication of who's going to be the next vector. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. You know, but I mean. Right now, you know, we've received no instructions as far as field service. So, you know, as far as boots yeah, that's on the still ground, shut down. That's still shut down, from my understanding. Yeah, that's that's still shut down. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll wait patiently for instructions and and deal with it as we deal with it. You know, it's like I, I'm not I'm not I'm not terribly anxious about the going back part. I'm more anxious about will we have that hybrid option and will it work right and you know will the friends who actually need to to take advantage of it be able to take advantage of it you know or, or will brothers be acting all all be, be policing it like they used to police the uh, the telephone tie-in yeah. we we gonna make an arbitrary cap of five people after five people call in no one else can call in you know <laughs> aren't we an organization where you take life's waters free they wanted you to take life's waters free at the hall. It's like it's like if we had six or seven infirm people who needed to call in. Hey, that's too bad. Guess you better call in first because it's only we only letting five people on here. And that, to me, that's a, that's unreasonable. <laughs> oh, what are y'all hey, doing y'all, for the memorial? Uh, so it's, it's, I don't know yet. I'm not going to put that out there on the mic yet. But we still working behind the scenes on that, on how we going to do it. Nine times out of ten, I'm thinking the hall, but I don't know yet. So we'll see. Wait, it's a wait and see thing. Okay. What about y'all? We don't even know yet. I mean, we're we going to try to explore some options for in-person, in-person memorial. But 
I mean, shoot, it's it's that's it's in less than four weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's coming quick. So um, we had we had to really uh, jump on it yesterday. I was on the, you know, the text thread was going crazy. So I was just like, hey, whatever. I, I'm I'm down with whatever the brothers want to do. I, I'm not about to just. You know, I would prefer. I, me personally, I would prefer to do it on Zoom, but hey, it's not my call. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, Zoom might be our only option. You know what I mean? At this point, yeah, yeah, and there's some congregations that's probably going to end up having it on Zoom. So, you know, shouts out to them. Shouts out to the ones that's doing it at the hall. Either way, hey, we we doing what we supposed to do on that day and. However, it's being done. Hey, man, just celebrate, commemorate Jesus' death. <laughs> that, that's yeah. all we can do. But uh, and, and shoot, I would, I would definitely be shocked if I would say ninety percent of congregations all over the world are having it at halls. <laughs> I would be shocked. But yeah, because we. Halls like us, I don't know what it's like at your building, but like we we share a single auditorium with three other congregations. So even if we and we're last in the rotation, my congregation. So it's like us and the congregation right before us. We we gotta find our own arrangements anyway. And you know, unless we gonna have a memorial at midnight, then you know. Yeah. It kind of is what it is. Yeah, it'll be it's gonna be interesting how this all plays out, but We'll be on Magnificent Vibes talking about it afterwards. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, let's get into this NBA, man. And uh, we're going to return back to the segment of Would You Be Shocked If? I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about some of these topics because, man, dude, things have changed since the last time we've talked. Real like Biggie quick. said, things done change. <laughs> Yes, it has. And um, before I get into that, I just want to get your quick thoughts, man. What was your initial thoughts on the Ben Simmons, James Harden trade? Man, I, 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 I'm in the minority on this. I felt that at the time, and I, I might still feel this way. I felt at the time Philly was the one who won the trade. Everybody's all like, Ooh, yeah, wait, wait until James Harden quit on quit on them, too. And it's like, well, bro, he he's this is f the first time he's gone to a team he's actually wanted to go to. Like, you know, so who knows? And then they immediately won four in a row. They still won seven out of their last 10. So it's not like they, they, they're sucking right now. They're the three seed. And Ben Simmons still ain't playing. Now, I think I think Brooklyn got crafty by having Andre Drummond and Seth Curry thrown into the deal. Yeah, I, I thought that was excellent addition to that package but like i don't think ben is gonna be a difference maker this year maybe next year and then you got this thing oh is he is he gonna play in the game against philly is he gonna show up you know we know he did but he didn't play and it's like what, what's what's gonna happen if y'all gotta play philly in the in the playoffs which is totally possible i would love to see that be personal is he gonna be too fragile then <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man. Like, like, let's whatever, whatever. You know, and it's like, I, I on, on paper, like the Nets got a strong squad, but I'm sorry, I don't think they won went out in the trade with this one. Yeah, I'm gonna wait and see on this one because 
I feel like the reason why people are picking Brooklyn as the winners of this trade is because of James Harden's track record in the playoffs. Um, and and I, I just think that right now it's too early to say, uh, uh, especially when Embiid, man, Embiid is having himself a season last time I checked. And I don't think, you know, no no offense to Kevin Durant and, and all the other all-stars that, that James Harden has played with in the past, but he's never played with a center of Embiid's caliber where they can really just utilize that pick and roll. So yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I think it's I wish, champion- go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I wish nothing good for Brooklyn. That's basically where I stand. Like, you know, James James Harden's getting villainized, but it's like, bro, he was the one holding it down when Kyrie wouldn't play because of what happened at the Capitol. And then Kyrie wouldn't play because of some other whatever happened with George Floyd. And, he didn't feel right playing. And then, you know, he was out there on a on a on a bad hamstring, still putting in 40 minutes a game, balling. Mm-hmm. You know, you got this other dude on the sidelines, you know, can't play because he won't get vaccinated. Still still that situation's still going on now. Yeah, and we can like, get into that later. If I was James Harden, I wanted I would went into Jet too. You walking in the locker room, this dude's burning sage, spreading spreading sage smoke all over the place. I would have wanted to leave too. <laughs> I wish nothing good for Brooklyn. They arrogant. They act like they didn't won three championships already. They act like the league owe them something. Kevin Durant always taking this, uh, um, you know what I'm saying? This 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 uh, aggressive approach. This this you know the antagonistic approach with the media and it's like I, they just so unlikable, man. <laughs> I, I did enjoy that Philly game though, uh, between them and Brooklyn. The the trash talking between Embiid and, and Durant is must see TV, dude. Like those two, when they go at it, dude, it's it's so hilarious. They've been I don't know if you've been noticing, but the every time they've played, they've gotten into it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that that's enjoyable too. Oh, and by the way, Doc Rivers, get your crap together because y'all didn't, you didn't game plan for that game at all. Oh man, they they came out flat, dude. They they came out flat. They was that's bad coaching, there. bro. That's <laughs> bad coaching. It just so happens the dude who's locking, who's giving and be fits is Andre Drummond, who y'all just traded away, and Seth Curry, who y'all also just traded away. You know how these guys play. Draw up a game plan for them. Like you know, Ben Simmons ain't playing, so like worry about those other two guys. I think that probably got to act the ground. I think low. I, I think. And be low key has something to do with Drummond being traded. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Because <laughs> they, they don't like each other. I mean, they were they couldn't even fake like they liked each other when they was on the same team. It was yeah, so no, obvious they didn't like each other. No doubt. But you know, I, when 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 Doc Rivers you know fails to do a, a real game plan in the playoffs and they get sent home, I want to hear nobody blaming James Harden. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Me, on the other hand, man, I'm not a huge James Harden fan. I've been on record on this show. Just really, I I just, I don't know, man. James Harden, he he, he just makes me mad. When I look at him, he makes me mad. He makes me want to punch him in the face. And I, I I just feel like he has this air about himself 
that people need to leave a doormat on him and, and, and just, you know, he can just be, just go anywhere he wants and, and when he doesn't get his way, he cries and pouts and, and, and he doesn't, do, honestly, man, I, I've ha I, I hated the Nets super team since they formed it, okay? I'm not on no one side in this matter. I think all three of them were in the wrong. I think, you know, uh, James Harden, He's just one of those dudes that, you know, the minute somebody does something he doesn't like, he just shuts all the way down and just starts pouting and wants to get traded. And, you know, it's just like, all right, well, we got a situation here where Ben Simmons don't want to play for Philly. We got another situation here where James Harden don't want nothing to do with the team. Honestly, and, and I don't like this whole notion of James Harden saying, well, they didn't draw a place for me. They didn't, I didn't like the way they was drawing plays and this, that, and the other. I thought that was a cop-out statement. I think the real problem that James Harden had was with Kyrie because of the whole vaccine situation. He just didn't want to say it. And he wanted to point the finger at KD and point the finger at Steve Nash and how they were running offense. I'm like, dude, y'all was y'all was balling out. You guys were 13 and three when all three of you guys played together. How, how in the world didn't the offense not work? They only played 16 games together in two years. That's that's the thing. Like with Kyrie, if it ain't if it ain't the vaccine, it's gonna be something else. It's gonna be keeping him from playing and getting out there. I just don't but, think but, he. But here's my problem. Here's my problem though with James Harden. You got KD, man. Make it work. Make it work. You're supposed to be this so-called superstar. You're supposed to be this so-called MVP every year. Always having a hissy fit every time you don't win an MVP every year. And then you come over here to, to the Nets. You force your way out of Houston. You come to the Nets. Now you're not satisfied. Now you want to call out, oh, it's the game planning. It's this. It's that. Then you go out there. You get traded to Philly. And then you play like trash. You do, you, you do your same, you know, your, little, your conference, your fa all famous conference finals performances that you when you played against the Nets last week. And, 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 and it still looks like the same narrative. They, I, this, that's true. They did, they are seven and 10, right? They are seven and 10. Well, come on, man, don't give me, they beat the Knicks twice. Don't give me that. They beat the Bulls without Zach, without Zach Levine. No, not Zach Levine. They, they beat the Bulls without Vucebrick. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, come on, dude. That's not that's not selling me on nothing. Y'all couldn't beat the Nuggets. What happened with that game? What happened with the Nets? I, I what happened you. with that I game? I hear you. I hear you. Small game James is a is a definite thing. <laughs> <laughs> However, I do not blame him for winning out of Brooklyn, and I don't blame him for putting out some conflicting messaging because we're at a point now where when it comes to people who don't want to get vaccinated, everybody wants to kowtow and placate the idiots, the small minority that's very loud, but yet very wrong. And he probably didn't want to tick those people off and be like, yo, I'm not I'm not down with playing with a dude who won't get vaccinated so we can win some more games. That's true. I get it. I get it. So he had to throw something else out there. I don't blame him at all. What I do blame him for is coming up short in big moments. That's that's something that that I will lay at his feet. But this whole narrative, like, oh man, Philly was stupid, and you know they really lost big in this trade. No, they didn't. They 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 traded a guy who refused to play for a guy who was an MVP candidate. Yeah, Simple. it's it's too early to call whether somebody won or lost that 
that trade because if I'm not mistaken, James Harden is going to be there for a while, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what what his contract's looking like. I, it, it, I would have to look at that. I know Ben's going to be with Brooklyn for a while, but you know, barring something else happens, but um, the, the reason why I think I, I, honestly, I don't think either one of them are going to win a championship. Let's just get that out the way. Um, I think Kyrie is going to find a way to screw this whole thing up again, even with Ben Simmons <laughs> is over there. So that's why I don't believe this team can win a championship because of Kyrie Irving. But uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't really think it's. I just think it's a stalemate move. This is like, all right, you take my, you take my trash, I'll take y'all trash. Uh, I mean, and how how sensitive of a team do we got over there in Brooklyn? You got you got KD with uh, with his old burner accounts. You got <laughs> you got Kyrie out here uh, uh, with his with his conspiracy theories. And dude, these are three unlikable guys, dude. And then you got Ben Simmons. Like Ben Simmons, out of the three of them, Ben Simmons is, Simmons is actually the most likable out of the three. And I and that's the thing. I, you know what? I and this is what get lost. This is what gets lost in this conversation. Going back to that game in Philly. You know, Philly fans was ready to boo and all that other stuff. Man, I thought Ben Simmons handled that very well, extremely well. Can't he, he, he was out there shooting around? Guys was booing him. He ain't let it phase him. Nothing like that. Oh, when they was calling bench. him a uh, when they was calling him a turkey a turkey, turkey eight. Eight. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man, Philly fans, dude, they're the worst. But yeah, like yeah, that's that's I, I appreciated how Ben was able to, you know, face up to the crowd and, you know, just just get it off, get it out the way. Like Shaq said, just get it out the way, man. Just get it out the way. Let them boo. Do all they nonsense. And, and you just go on about your business afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you got to do, bro. <laughs> With that being said, would you be shocked if Ben Simmons played at all this year? I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I think that we're probably going to see him definitely suit up by like the last week or two of the regular season just to kind of like sh- help him shake the dust off a little bit, get the rust out. Um, that's how I see it, you know, playing out. Yeah, th- those back injuries are tricky too, man. You don't know what, you know, how it's going to respond and when he get into contact because he's not even doing like full on contact practices yet. He's just doing sprints and running around, dribbling. Like, he can't even – they told him he couldn't even run around yet. They just want him to just, you know, get some shots up, if he can. And, <laughs> you know, just see how his back feels with just minor little small projects before they get to the big one. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he – I mean, I, I would be shocked if he didn't play. Um, at all, especially in the playoffs, I think he'll be back at least by the playoffs. I mean, when did the back issue happen? It happened like right after All Star break. Hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm like I'm like he's been playing, so like when he hurt his back, <laughs> so he was feeling better. He was feeling better. He got traded, and then he had a setback after the trade, and. That's when all the trolls start coming out because they were saying, "Oh, this is, this is, this is calculated." Because he knew he the, the the game that he was supposed to be slated to come back was the game against Philly. But 
with the setback with his back injury, all the trolls start waking up and start saying, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, he just doesn't want to come back because he knows he's got to play against Philly and this and the other. And but no, man, the back, the dude's back really hurts, <laughs> guys. So you can't force somebody to play on a bad back, especially in meaningless regular season games. Okay, I'm right. Well, yeah, I, I I would not be shocked though if he if he if he did play some regular season games. Like he, I, the time is the clock is ticking in Brooklyn, man. Like y'all oh, yeah, y'all y'all got to make something happen, you know, like and fast. So um, you know, every game is precious. Every week is precious. So I think I think we'll see him in, in uniform. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, would you be shocked if the Lakers didn't make the playoffs? I kind of would be shocked. Like when you say the playoffs, you mean like the play-in as well? No. Well, they, of course they're going to be in the play-in, but they got to get out of the play-in to get to the playoffs. So they're currently the ninth seed, which means they would need to play the tenth seed, which is New Orleans currently. Um, uh, yeah, let me see. Let me see. I thought they had the. No, actually, they would have to play the Clippers. Wait, no, the Clippers. No, the ninth so, seed. So the ninth seed, seven, seed. I thought. Oh, I thought. I thought it was the seventh plays the ten and the eight and the nine play first. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. So Timberwolves would have to play the Pelicans, and then the Clippers would have to play the Lakers. Mm, okay. Oh, um, that's a tough matchup for the Lakers, man. Yeah, I would not be shocked if they don't make the playoffs. Like LeBron, man, he look like he packing it in already. So, did you see this fool yelling at his teammates after he didn't even box out for a rebound? Yes, I, I've seen plenty of plays like that. But he'll let a guy go, go breeze completely past him and dunk, and then he he's yelling at the dude who got crossed <laughs> over. It's like, yeah, he got crossed over because he was playing defense on him. <laughs> you just you just stood there and threw your your hand out like something, and then you gonna go off on a guy who got crossed over. He 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 wasn't slacking on D. He just got crossed over. Right. Why are you why are you upset? Should be yelling at at Anthony Davis. You should be yelling at yourself for building this team. I wish I wish LeBron had real, you know. N words on his team, man. <laughs> like they kind of fire back at him, man. When he does stuff like that, like he ain't you know, ready for that. They had Demarcus yeah, Cousins. Yeah. Look what happened. They got rid of him. Yeah, like AD, dude. Like, like I'm, I'm the 15 man coming off the bench, and you, you, you gonna yell at me because I got crossed over? At least I'm playing D. <laughs> Oh, man. Bro, I like nothing to lose. It's like, all right, you don't like what I'm saying? Trade me then. We, we all know it's, that's going to happen anyway. So I might as well get, get what's on my chest, off my chest. You know, you, you keep the same energy, LeBron. Yeah, it's a shame how every the finger is being pointed every direction except LeBron James. Because he's, he's, he's averaging 30 a game. Yeah, he's ripping off these 50-point uh, uh, games. Yeah, so it's not LeBron's fault. What are losing? Yes, it is. He's the one that built this team. He's the one that wanted Carmelo here. He's the one that wanted Westbrook on the team and didn't want to sign DeRozan. Didn't want to sign Buddy Hill. Like, this is what you get in return, man. Didn't want to bring back Caruso. 
didn't want to bring back Caruso. Trusting in Taylor Horton Tucker, who's a who, who who's not that good, who was overrated, like I said, he's been. <laughs> Taylor Horton, Horton Tucker is there as a as a as a trade asset, and that is it. His, his trade value is sinking. They they kept him on the squad because they knew okay, we we didn't trade away all our picks. We didn't trade away all our all our role players. Let's keep this one guy just in case LeBron needs us to do another trade. That's why Taylor Horn Tucker is still on the roster. Why is Dwight Howard there? Why is LeBron playing center? Is Dwight injured or something? Like I don't even I, see him. Yeah, you know, he he ain't out there. Why? Because he's old. Trevor Ariza, where is he? Nowhere to be found. They just picked up DJ Augustine. That ain't making it. That ain't make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Like Chuck, like Chuck said, man, you gonna put all these old geezers together? Yeah, and, and the like other team. <laughs> Chuck say the other that that team over there. Yeah, that other team. Yeah, that other team in LA. Like all those old geezers. <laughs> and then you gonna probably blame the coach. <laughs> Always disabled, Anthony Davis. We always disabled. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Always disabled. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's Kathy Bates' knees. When Kathy Bates locked him in a bed and just took a hammer and <laughs> just shattered his knees for life. <laughs> two years ago, Rodney, I said, man, Anthony Davis, he, he's never healthy. You know, I'm like, he's always got a little injury here, a little injury there. I remember you said on a previous podcast, I don't remember what episode this was. I think this was before the season started. You was like, I hope they all get hurt. <laughs> I, I do remember saying that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's happening. It's happening. I wish that for LA and I wish that for Brooklyn. <laughs> I hope I hope Katie break his tear his other Achilles. I hope I hope I hope I hope Steph Curry gets COVID and 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 not Steph Curry. What am I saying? Steph Steph, Steph Curry. Steph Curry gets COVID from Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope Ben Simmons catches Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> Keep it going, man. Keep it going. Uh, what about LaMarcus Aldridge? <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, I, I hope his lungs turn into a honeycomb. <laughs> what about Blake Griffin? <laughs> I, I actually ain't got a problem with Blake. <laughs> I actually ain't got a problem with Blake. We, I, I see him at our light skin meetings every week. Hey, hey, and I ain't gonna ask you how you feel about James Johnson. He might come over his podcast and break both our necks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, hey, hey, I, I'm gonna throw down with James Johnson. Hey, man, that dude ain't no joke. I hope he get his toes amputated like Deion Sanders. <laughs> oh, I can't forget about Patty Mills. I gotta go home after this and put some water in Patty Mills' mama's dish. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. Next, next up, w- would you be shocked if the Bulls finished as the sixth seed? I would be shocked. Uh I, 
I predict the Bulls getting 50 or 51 wins by the end of the season. So um, they're at 41 wins currently, I believe. Yeah, 41 uh, and 20. Both them and the Celtics have 41 wins, but the Celtics got more. They got one more loss than the Bulls. They got 28 losses. Bulls got 27. The Celtics could catch up with them, perhaps, but I, I just don't see Cleveland leapfrogging them. I don't either, especially I know they're battling some injuries. Uh, I know uh, Jared Allen is hurt, so that's going to really hurt. Oh, defensively. Is yeah. So, yeah, I don't see the Bulls diving to the sixth seed. I think at worst they'll finish fifth, um, but I, th- I think they'll get it together once everybody gets healthy. Um, Caruso still trying to work his way back in. Pat Williams is slated to come back earlier than expected. So I like that. Seems like Alonzo Balls kind of had a setback because he was supposed to have been back the same time Caruso came back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know if we're getting Alonzo back before the playoffs. I'm hoping he comes back for the playoffs. But if not, uh, that could <laughs> that'll have me with a little bit worried because they I mean, point guards are cooking the Bulls, man. And I know, I know, I know IO's playing well, but IO's hitting that college basketball schedule wall where he's, you know, so used to playing that college basketball schedule and high school schedule. Now he's in the NBA, he's playing a real 82 games and it's catching up with them. Um, but he's still playing well. It's just not well enough to stop the other team's point guards, except for Garland. He did a great job on Garland the other night. But Fox, Darren Fox got off on them. So they really need, like, Lonzo Ball's defense back in the lineup because, you know, point guards are getting their way against us. Yeah. What did you think of the Tristan Thompson pickup? Yeah. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't moving the needle for me in no kind of way. <laughs> did you see a video that went viral of him missing, missing, like, six foot baby jump shots in a row no dude so funny. <laughs> dude you got i'm gonna send you the video i'm gonna send you the video man i think uh spice adams made fun of it and uh because yeah, he's spice washed he's washed he's been washed yeah yeah I, i'm gonna send you that video but uh would you be shocked if john morant won the mvp this year I would be a little shocked because everybody, um, I mean, everybody, the, 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 you know, the overarching conversation is that it should go to either Embiid, Jokic, or Giannis. And, um, you know, rightfully so. Um, but I, I do think John Morant belongs in the conversation. Maybe not as much as DeMar DeRozan, but like, he definitely belongs in the conversation, you know, um, MVP man, it's like it, it's it's slowly becoming like this popularity contest, and I don't know if you ever saw it. If you saw this clip from Larry season with with Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins, and Zach Lowe, did we discuss this? Mm-mm. But this was back in like December or January, and like you know. Richard Jefferson was going on with his usual uh, uninformed opinion. Same thing with, with with Kendrick Perkins and Zach Lowe, who who is a basketball nerd, brought up how Jokic is dominating in every statistical area. Um, 
that we say should count for MVP and no one's talking about him. And when he said it, like, like Richard Jefferson started snickering and like Zach Lowe was like, man, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't sit up here and act like this dude don't belong in a conversation. They're like, oh, well, the Nuggets ain't winning and this, this and that. And then like he he was like, did a six seed. Like y'all gave it to Russell Westbrook when he was when they was just an eight seed. And, and Kendrick right. Perkins like, well, I'm confused. I'm confused. Oh, y'all say winning counts. And but 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 Jokic ain't winning. It's like Jokic is missing the other two best players on his team. Right. Right. And they, no they Murray. They put the stats on the screen and Jokic was dominating like it was like it was like five different stats and Jokic was dominating four out of five of them against Giannis and Embiid. And it was just, and Zach Lowe was just like he's just not popular enough for y'all. No. No, he's just not. He's just not. I, I honestly personally think Jokic should win the MVP, but it's not it, it, just because it's a popularity contest and nobody really like that. Hardcore NBA fans like me and you know what's real, you know, but the casual fans who only check for the NBA if LeBron's successful, if Golden State's successful, like they don't care about Jokic. Yeah, and it's it's a shame, man, because dude, dude is dude is killing for a second year in a row. And it's like all the stats that y'all say matter, he is better than the other candidates. And and at least most of them, maybe not all of them, but most of them. Yep. And he's keeping his team relevant in a challenging conference without Michael Porter Jr. and without Jamal Murray. Yep. If you if you took away, I don't even know who to take away for off the Sixers. I if, I guess if you take away James Harden and maybe Tobias Harris, um, would would the Sixers still be a factor? I don't know. I know when you when when Chris Middleton and, and and Drew Holiday wasn't playing for the Bucks. I know they were definitely not winning a whole lot of games. They wasn't. They were they were struggling. And Giannis was playing. Yeah, Giannis was playing. So it was like Jokic is playing without Murray and 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 uh Michael Porter Jr. So man, get a man his flowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think they're gonna give it to Embiid, but it, I think we, it should go to Jokic. We see what we we see what LeBron's able to do when just his uh, second best player ain't on the court. We see how well he's doing, <laughs> and this this man is missing two starters. Mm -hmm. Yep. Get a man his flowers, man. Stop making this a popularity contest. Uh, I think uh, also an honorable mention in this MVP race should be Devin Booker, man. Like I said that in the beginning of the season, man. I said that in the beginning of the season. Like D Book gotta get some type of votes, you know? They they that man, they they doing they doing the Phoenix Suns like Helter Skelter, you know. They don't <laughs> love us. That's all right, they ain't gotta love us, you know. Dude, that, man, Phoenix gonna be a tough out in the West, man. I, 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 I see what Golden State has been doing all year, and Golden State still can get to the finals, but Man, Phoenix, man, they look like they out on a mission. They they want to avenge what happened last year, and, and they just might, man. They just that, might, dude. Cam, that Cam Johnson, yeah. Oh, who was that? He got into it with and then hit the uh, game winner on. Oh, he got into it with. Uh, oh, he got into it with uh, Julius Randle. He got into it That's with Julius right. Randle, and I don't know what that, that was about. 
Julius Randle's a sellout, dude. <laughs> dude. Man, I don't even want to start with him. <laughs> I'll leave that up to Stephen A. Smith to, to, to criticize the Knicks. Julius Randle is is continuing the uh, the, the long held tradition uh, in the in the ancestral land of Busters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's he's actually on the cusp of a J.R. Smith Award. Ooh, ooh, all right, I ain't. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I think he can get. I think he can get that award this year. But, but we'll Random do that at the, at the end of the year awards. <laughs> you, you like every other Nick we've seen in the past 30 years, Ewing and Starks and, and, and Stoudemire and, and, and Mello and uh, 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 everybody else who, who it didn't win crap. So exactly. congratulations. Yep. Enjoy that. Yeah, man. Any any more would you be shocks that you could think of? Um, yeah. Would you be shocked? If uh would you be shocked if the uh if the Sixers get out make it out the East? Um I would not be shocked actually. Because I think they have the ability to get out the East. Now with Harden. It's all about Harden. When he gets to them, them, them conference finals. Second round, first round, I ain't worried about Harden. When you get to that conference finals, when I start getting worried about him, if he if he shake out of it, he, he get his act together. Last year, I'm not holding him account because, like you said, he played on a bad hamstring. So I give Harden credit there. But man, I mean, if he's fully healthy and they get you know out of the first round, which more more than likely, um, looking at the who they would possibly play if the playoffs was to start now. They'll they'll destroy the Cavs in the first round. They'll probably win in five. Then they'll have to play either the Bucks or man, uh, yeah, they'll probably have to play the Bucks in the next round. And if they beat the Bucks, I mean, the sky's the limit at this point. But the Heat, they're gonna be a problem. Yeah, yeah, the Heat seem to be like the most complete team. Just in terms of guards and bigs, um, you know, and coaching. <laughs> yeah, it's like if I'm if I'm if I'm if one team is being coached by Spolstra and the other one is being coached by Doc, I'm going with the Spo team. <laughs> like, I'm going with Spo too, man. I'm going with Spo too. It, you know, it I just don't. I just don't trust Doc. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't trust Doc either. He I never got the Clippers him. over the over the hump. Clippers. I remember people forget about this when this can get lost in the shuffle when he was coaching Orlando with Tracy McGrady. And they were up three games to one on the Pistons. And Pistons came back and smoked them. One of the yep. seven. So Doc, Doc, I always thought Doc was an overrated coach, but you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. He's he's got another year to prove us wrong. And I don't think it's gonna happen, but I would. I, I now, I'm, now that you say that, man, I forgot about the Doc Rivers effect. I would be shocked if the Sixers made it to the finals because of Doc Rivers, more because of Doc Rivers than James Harden. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that's just that's just how I feel, man. It's like 
he's done nothing to prove otherwise. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, next topic I wanted to talk to you about is this whole NYC mandate versus Kyrie Irving thing. With this whole thing of him, I don't know if you saw it the other game with Katie put up 50. Kyrie was in his, uh, I guess he was in a trying to do a player of the year like competition. Remember when on Martin, that Martin episode when Jerome was in this his player competition and he was going yeah. against the Mac and all that. I, I don't know what type of coat that was that Kyrie was wearing. But <laughs> like all you needed was a cane, you know what I mean? And you know some Gators or, or, or some Stacy Adams or, or something, man. He looked terrible, but um, now I wish Kyrie would get a haircut. I, I just really wish that dude would get a haircut, man. But hey, man, haircuts don't agree with his god body right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, like so. Correct me if I'm wrong. He can't. He can be unvaccinated players can be in the building in New Jersey in well in Brooklyn. But they can't work. Is that what the mandate is now in Bru- in, in New York? Um, I believe so. In so many words. Now, um, now I agree. It, it doesn't make sense. You can have unvaccinated fans in the building. You can have him in the building unmasked. Because here's the thing: the and- you can't play. Like they do- it, do- it doesn't make sense. It's like. It's like either either go all out with it. That's my exactly. That's my that's my issue with it. That's like, yo, I'm having a gathering at my house, uh, <laughs> and only if you're you know you if you're unvaccinated, you're you're still free to come, but uh, you ain't gonna eat the food. We not you're not gonna be playing categories with us. Nothing. You just watch us play categories, <laughs> and, and that's categories. it. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you can't you can't be brother brother sanders beard with partner no 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 you can't play beard with with brother sanders and sister williams can't do that you can't do that you just watch watch and enjoy that's what it feels like to me now the, of course the obvious solution is for Kyrie to just get the shot and get this thing over with but it, it just this, this <laughs> i'm sitting there like scratching my head like okay and he ain't got a mask on, number one. No sign of a mask. His girlfriend or wife got a mask on, but he doesn't have one. He's like, okay, y'all might as well make the man play. Yeah, here's how you solve that. Uh, get him vaccinated. <laughs> That's the only solution. Yeah, get the him mayor back. ain't gonna change nothing. I think I think the mayor, low key a Knicks fan, and just like he's just sticking the point. <laughs> That's what I think too. Hello, he's a Knicks fan. You know, I, that that's what I think. But yeah, dude, just get vaccinated. He, he's just hating because the Knicks are trash. They ain't gonna make the playoffs, and and Brooklyn's gonna playoffs, and he's gonna find a way to kind of you know screw the Brooklyn Nets' chances of of advancing further in the playoffs. That's all. It's a method to his madness. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> but we know it, it's only one solution to that. 
I, I just don't like I don't like KD going getting on a hot mic and getting all uh petty about he, some people want to flex their power like oh, oh you mean like you did when you went to Golden State you wanted to flex the power a little bit you wanted to win a ring some people just want attention oh you mean like you when you uh when you when you get these burner accounts to argue with fans who, who are critical of you like hey, shut, shut up hey Ian what you hope happened to KD man I hope his I hope his legs get bent back like tink tink <laughs> Hey, we gonna go to a commercial break. <laughs> Shut up, KB. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. All right. All right, we back. <laughs> oh man, this uh, dude—that's uh, that was that was epic. That was epic, Ian. Man, epic. That that you on fire today, man. That's all I gotta say. You on fire, hey, man. We we've been gone a long time. <laughs> MVP music table discussion is back. Let's do it. It's back, and I, I just wanted to revisit. I actually just. Made a uh, guest appearance on Vibes and Stuff, the season finale, right? 12, yes. season yes. 12, season finale. Just, Go I check just, that out. Yeah, check it out. It just dropped this morning, hot off the presses. Rodney came through, held it down. Vince came through, held it down. It was a good conversation. We all stars. Exactly, exactly. So uh, one of the, we didn't get a chance to discuss one topic because of time, but we got a little time to discuss it here and um, thinking about adding it on Coffee and Beats uh, as a little bonus episode. I'll probably take a clip from it, but man, 33 threes, man. Can you explain to me what that means and to the fans what 33 threes mean? So 33 threes was a concept of a, uh, of a segment I wanted to do. Um, we, we have been, if you've been following along my show, I did an episode dedicated to the cheapest intro tracks on hip-hop albums also i did an episode dedicated to the dopest outro tracks on an album closers in hip-hop and i wanted to pay homage to albums that kind of you know are, are standard bearers when it comes to the craft of album making we we know we live in a very singles driven market and it's kind of been that way for a while but you have certain albums out there with consecutive cuts that are just dope so i wanted to give props to the albums that have the best three song stretches in them. And you know, it's of course it's by personal taste, but the catch was that they have to be three consecutive songs back to back to back as they appear on the album. And you can't have any uh, any uh, interludes or skits. Nice, nice. I like that. I love that. I actually got, I got three albums. I got three songs. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. All right, so uh, I'm going to kick it off. My first one. Do you want to go one by one, like back and forth, like Conway and, and Benny, or <laughs> yeah, spill all three of them? 
let's let's do the Conway and Benny. <laughs> okay, so my first album on the list that I have is I got Black on Both Sides, I got mm. Hip Hop Love, and Miss Voluptuous as my three <laughs> back-to-back tracks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I like I like it. I would say love is probably the weak link there, but I like it. I agree. I agree. But I love, man, love that. I I, I think the beat to love does kind of, you know, stagnate a little bit as far as the hypeness that hip hop presented. But I just love the lyricism of that track. I love how, um, you know, Most Def was describing how he was made, you know, from his parents, you know, like. Yeah, that was dope. That was so dope, man. That was such a dope, like, first verse. Because, you you know, you thought it was going to be just like, when you think of a title, love, you, you, the first thing that comes to mind is a relationship between him and another woman. But he's talking about his mom and his dad and the connection that they ha- had when they made him. And I, I thought that was a great uh, topic there. So I, I thought those three songs. And I'll... I just can't listen to this album without listening to those three songs before I get into the rest of it. Mm. So that's a, that's why I picked that. That's that's a good nice little stretch. That's a nice little stretch. I think I think for me, yeah, I, I felt love might have been the weak link there, but also Miss Fat Booty. I had heard it so much before the album came out. You know, I was kind of it was it was halfway skippable by the time I got to it, but still, still a very dope track. Ayatollah totally did an excellent job on the beat. Yeah, my first pick will be a stretch from a tribe called Quest's Midnight Marauders. See, I didn't choose a tribe called Quest on purpose because I knew you would have a tribe on there. You know it. You know it. I'm gonna go with the three song stretch of We Can Get Down. Electric relaxation and clap your hands. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I don't disagree with that one at all. Bulletproof three song stretch, man. Yeah, you can't do nothing about that one. Bulletproof, like, like that. That was the song stretch that made me go, yeah. I think I like this more than Low End Theory. That 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 man, Putin can't even do nothing about that one, man. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. I looked at that one too. I looked at that one too, and I was like, "Man, I know Ian gonna pick. I know he's gonna go with Midnight Marauder." So I was like, "No, nah, I ain't gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I I definitely agree with that one. No wink links in that one at all. Um, up next, I got Busta Rhymes, uh, Instinction Level Event. Everybody rise, where we're about to take it, and then the title track, Extinction Level. <laughs> Man, uh, I can't remember the, how the last one go. La, la, ooh. Oh! Man, those three ran together? Yes. And then everybody every- rise. Where we about to take it with that bass line, that, that, with that, that like, uh, meteoric background with that. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. And he's just, it's no chorus. It's just Buster just spitting. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't even think about Buster. Yeah. 
I mean, EL, that is a perfect, dude, ELE started so dynamic. It was just like, that, 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 the beginning of that album really felt like the world was coming to the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was so loud, it was explosive. It was Busta Rhymes just slapping you in the face with bar after bar after bar. It, it, it was, that was a great way to open. That, that's what, that's why he, to me, I feel like ELE stands as his best album because it's just like the way it just starts off and then, you know, he just was on cruise control the rest of the album. But then he also hits you with some other explosive bangers as, you know, the album played on. But the way it started, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But uh, pass the mic back to you. All right, that's a good one. You just hit me with, um, man. I, I have I have about eleven written down, so I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure out which ones I'm gonna save for my show, and which ones I'm gonna share on, on here. Next one, I think I'm gonna go with Common, like Water for Chocolate. Um, there's a three song stretch with the Six Sense, a film called Pimp, and Nag Champa. <laughs> Now, oh, that's a good. Now, let me some feedback, Rodney. A lot of cats weren't messing with a film called Pimp. First of all, let's get to that beat. First of all, just the way it painted the it, it painted the scene. First of all, for you, it had a throwback black exploitation feel to it. And then, MC Light, bro, for for her to play, you know, her role and. This man is like this self-righteous, like pimp that's trying to like tell her what she needs to be doing, and she looking at him like, "What? You 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 a want you 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 a fraud? You know what I mean?" It was just a back and forth. The chemistry between Common and MC Light was unexpected because I was like, I remember when I first played that album, I actually skipped that track. Really, I love I that skip track. The track because I, I was like MC Light. I, yeah, I prejudged it. Yeah, I, I, I had nothing against MC Light at the time, so I, I was I was here for it. But like a lot of cats were like, "Oh man, I think that track is goofy," and it's like, "Man, y'all don't no. see what he's doing." Like, like no. this is clearly like a, a spoof track that he's doing, and then like low key, the game he's trying to kick to the chick and what she's spitting back at him. Kind of low key is like what I was going through as as a, as a dude trying to holler at chicks. Yeah, he was trying to drop knowledge on her, and and then you got the Sixth Sense right behind it, which is an awesome track. You know, it didn't get enough radio play, if you ask me. I don't know why they ran the light into the ground, but didn't play, get, didn't really give the Sixth Sense no love. And that was the first single, actually. It was. A lot of people it think was. the light was the first single, and that was not the first single. Um, exactly. Yeah, the Sickness was way was a way better song. And then you had Nag Champa, which is like just a phenomenal Della beat. Common goes in on it. Um, was that T three on the hook? No, you're thinking about uh, you're thinking about Thelonious. Okay. I know. No, wait, wait. Who was singing the hook? It wasn't Common. I thought it was. T3. Hold on. Let me uh, let me let me pull it up. Uh, that's the Abraham. Say, no, 
respect self. No, that was uh, that was D'Angelo. That was D'Angelo. The whole dude for a long time, I thought that was T three. No, 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 no. T three, we did the hook on Delonious. Yeah. I, okay. I know. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Okay. Wow. Did not know that. Wait, was it D'Angelo? Hold on. Because the wait, I thought D'Angelo did Ghetto Heaven. Yeah, D'Angelo did. Yeah, you're right. D'Angelo did Ghetto Heaven on the very first, like the original release of like Water for Chocolate. And then they changed it. They replaced, they took that version out and put in Macy Gray's version, which I hated. Oh, you know what? I think that was Dilla did the hook. So it was Dilla. Yeah, okay, I want to get into it. Let's do this. I want to see the way you move it. So move it. We be that. We be that. Afro. Yeah, Jesus. you're right. It was. It was Dilla. It was Dilla on the hook. Yeah, that was Dilla. Yeah. Yeah, that was Dilla. Excellent song. Excellent yeah. song. Yeah. And it, I mean, shoot. If you want to go 44 fours, you could add Thelonious right after that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I just might. <laughs> I just hey. might. Ghostface got some 44 fours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, a, pimp, a, a film called Pimp, man. That was a very underrated uh, song on that album. With Bilal on the hook, too. That was dope. Um, yeah. It, it was... That was good, and I, don't get me wrong, guys. For people that's listening, I'm not dissing MC Light by any means. I think MC Light is dope. I love all her old work. It was just the time, you know. MC Light was pretty much like four years removed from making any type of music at that point, so it was almost like, you know, when I saw her name on there, and I was like, "How is this gonna work?" MC Light coming? Uh, I'm skip to Snap Nag Champ, but I, I come back to that, and then when I came back to it. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, 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 yep. FC. So, yeah, she held it down, man. She held it down. For my last one, I got the roots. Things fall apart. Hmm, which one there? Double Trouble, Act Two, 100% Dundee. Gotcha, gotcha. Double trouble. That's I wasn't the track crazy. with most stuff. I remember. I I wasn't crazy about double trouble. I love double trouble. But um yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, double trouble, act two, a hundred percent done deed. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. And and I think they won, I think a hundred percent Dundee won award for best root song, right? It is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. I, I I love Double Trouble. I love the beat. I love the change ups. I love most and and Black Thoughts like energy that they fed off each other going back and forth. Um that that was just I, I just love that track. And then act two, I mean, come on, man. That's if not I know a lot of people it, it gets referenced a lot. And in movies and you know i've uh, whenever somebody's talking of anything the roots are involved in you know act two is always kind of like that that yeah, reference yeah. but Go to but, track. but i but i love act two man i love commons verse on there i love the the um 
the beat. It, it, it was just, it was just classic roots, man, at its finest. And then a hundred percent Don D. I mean, come on, man. If that might not, that might be one of the greatest rap songs of all time, in my opinion. Like, I think I've played that song. I remember when I first got Things Fall Apart. It took me a week to actually listen to Things Fall Apart all the way through because I couldn't get past one hundred percent Don D. Like <laughs> once I got to that track, it was just on repeat. Like. That was my alarm clock. That was my. <laughs> I mean, dude, you can't get no better than that, man. Indeed, indeed, man. That that's yeah. That is a quintessential root song. All right, for for me, for my last one, I'm gonna go with Outcast, Equimini, and I'm gonna go with West Savannah. And then the art of storytelling parts one and two. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Why did you go that direction? Um, I always felt West Savannah was underrated. And it's underrated because of the two songs after it. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. That's true. I'm trying to remember. But the hook, the hook is West Savannah. Now, 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 nine in my hand, outs in my crowd. Oh yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that track. Very, very southern, very bluesy, very outcasty. And then you follow it up with the art of storytelling, parts one and two. Yeah. I mean, part two was just phenomenal. Like I was, I was just after part two ended, I was done. I'm like, yo, what else? What else are y'all gonna do on this album, dude? Then they got, man, we might go have to go 55 fives because I love Mamacita and I love Spodioni Dopalicious. <laughs> right yeah, after you can those. Keep you can I, love Mamacita. I love Mamacita because I love, um, I love three, Andre 3000's verse in that. It was, it was, it was Andre 3000 with just, just somebody really ticked him off that day. And he just went in. Somebody ticked off through Andre 3000 before he even made this album, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> you you get some of the hardest bars from Andre 3000 through this entire album. You do. You do. You ain't getting no, con- you ain't getting no popcorn stuff. Like, this dude is just going in on every track. And then, of course, Sporty Oli, Dopalicious, I was a part of that bracket. One for best outcast song. On being that. So, yeah, man. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. The artist storytelling part two is so underrated. I feel like that song gets lost in the shuffle because everybody resorts to part one because it was, you know, it was released as a single. It was released as a single, so it was more familiar. And you had the remix with with uh, Slick Rick too. Right, right. So that's what really propelled that single. But the art of storytelling too, with that that piano playing, that dark piano playing, and it just it just was like a big hip hop nightmare. Like, yeah, it, it was. Like I could see that I could see like Jordan Peele adding that as a skit, like adding that as background music to one of his like scary movies. Woo. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, Jordan Peele need to hire us on his on his filmmaking um, <laughs> team, man. I, I, I won't stare him wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you see the previews to Nope? I have. What's your thoughts? I had, did you did you did you see the meme I made? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm gonna send it to you now. But um, man, bro, like Jordan Peele knows how to, you know, uh, craft the excellent film, man. Like, and this one looks no different. Like, you got Kiki Palmer in it. Um, you know, we all know what she's capable of. Yeah, uh, you got my man Daniel Kaluuya. Um, it looks good, man. It looks good. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what it's going to be rated or whatever. Yeah, I don't know either. I hope it's PG thirteen, but I, I think, um, I think it's a combo. It reminds me of a combination of, of uh, a quiet place meets. You ever watched this movie, Forgotten? No. With with Julian Moore, it came out like early two thousands. No, no. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Warfield was in it. She played like a cop in it. And it was like these aliens that in that had took everything out of her life, and she, including her son. And she's trying to get her son back. And then like the whole movie is weird. The whole movie is weird. But it that was the feeling that I got from watching the previews to know, like. You know, especially the scene where the scene where Kiki Palmer is, is swept away into the air, it kind of right. had it gave me that feel of forgotten because that's what was happening in that movie too. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah I haven't seen Forgotten. Check it out, Ian. Oh. I think you'll like it, bro. Forgotten, okay. Yeah, we saw. I actually we saw it a long time ago. A little story time. We saw it a long time ago with uh, Linnell and them, and I never saw previews to this movie ever my wife saw at the time me and the wife was dating and she called me up and she was like we gotta see this movie i was like what she's like yeah it's called forgotten i was like i ain't never heard of it she's like don't watch previews we're gonna go see it <laughs> i was like okay all right so we get into the theater we went to i think we went to crestwood i took stephanie with me and stephanie you know she's she doesn't do well with <laughs> with scary movies at all and she was younger <laughs> then so Stephanie was sitting next to Linnell and it was these three girls. I'll never forget it. It was these three girls that was sitting in front of us and Forgotten is one of those movies where you're trying to figure out what's going on. And then there's a scene in a movie that gets you right into it, that has you jumping and it's like it's got your attention. You're like, OK, what's going on? So these girls that were sitting in front of us, they were talking. You know how it is, man. I hate when that's my biggest pet peeve when it comes to movies, especially in the hood, is, you know, people just be talking through the movie and everything. So these three girls, they was talking through the movie. And as soon as that scene happened, they shut up. You didn't hear nothing from them the rest of the movie. <laughs> nothing. So mm. when that's there was a scene later on in the movie where <laughs> it made Stephanie jump out her skin. She knocked Linnell's glasses off. <laughs> she knocked Linnell's glasses off. And Linnell couldn't find his glasses. And so after the movie there, after the movie was over, <laughs> after the movie was over, man, we spent like at least 
20 minutes trying to find Linnell's glasses. Because <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie jumped so hard and smacked Linnell so hard that we <laughs> Oh man, I gotta see this movie, man. I, I'm looking at, I'm trying to look it up. I'm not seeing it. Who's in it again? It's the, it's, it's called the Forgotten. It's um, oh, the Julian, Forgotten, the Forgotten. It's with Julianne Moore. Oh, from 2004. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, 2000, 2004 film. Cause there's another film called The Forgotten, but that was in the 70s. But that's not the same one. Okay, all right. I found it. Okay. Yeah. Alfred Will- Woodard is in it. That's what I meant to say. Alfred Woodard is in it. But yeah, it, it's it, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all find his glasses? Yeah, we found him. We found him. We found him. He was way off in some other aisle somewhere, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that we is found hilarious. it. But yeah, it was crazy. I was like, man, I looked at Denise like, man, what you got me in here watching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, man, that's that's. Oh, did you do your last one? I did. I did. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, we did a Quiminot. We did a Quiminot. My three was Tribes, Midnight Marauders, Comments like Water for Chocolate, and yeah, I'll cast a Quiminot. All right, cool, cool. So that that that. Right, that's our three. I'm sure you'll hear more uh, from Ian. Uh, I know you're going to revisit this in another episode with uh, VNS. Absolutely. Yeah. So check that episode out on vibes and stuff. And again, um, that's our 33 threes. So hope you enjoyed that. And, and now we're going to go to this battle, man. This battle in when you text me for the next this face battle. Man, you took me back, man. You took me back to the good old days when I used to drive, <laughs> just drive around in my Bonneville. You know, hard days, work, cutting hair. Go down Stony Island. You know what I'm saying? 86th Street, pull up. And guess what I'm pulling up to? Kenny's Ribs. <laughs> Go in there, get me, get me six wings or uh, get me a, a, a link dinner, a hot link dinner. You know what I mean? Or, you know. I, sometimes I would just go in there and just order fries and put a bunch of barbecue sauce on it. But we got a battle. And it's I-57 versus Kenny's Ribs. And uh, I'm going to let you have a floor, in. Why did you select these two and uh, putting them together in a versus battle? You know, for, for years, the, 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 the two of these, these barbecue joints seem to be neck and neck in terms of popularity. You know, and it kind of hinged on just where you grew up. If you a hundreds cat like me, you probably lean toward I-57. If you a, 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 a Auburn Gresham slash Chatham cat, you probably leaning toward Kenny's. But you know, as of recently, because the pandemic and everything, I've been I've been you getting a lot of Uber Eats, so I've had chances to kind of compare. You know, as of recently. Um, I can't say I grew up on Kenny's food. I definitely had them from time to time. But, you know, my memory memory is hazy on how it was. Because, you know, back then everything tasted good. Yeah. Um, so that's why I put them, put the two of them together. You know, price-wise, they're comparable. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to put them together. We going okay. into the warmer weather. So, you know, 
when you don't barbecue, you get you get carry out ribs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a I like this. I like this battle. So who who do you got? Man, bro. I gotta go with Kenny's, bro. Mm. 20 years ago, I, I would have unquestionably, hands down, went with I-57. But truth be told, man, I-57 has kind of fallen off over the years. Mm. Their links aren't the same anymore. The links don't have the same consistency. Rip, rip, tip-wise, like fry-wise, they're phenomenal. Tip-wise, they're a little inconsistent. Like, sometimes if I order a bucket, I get I get a, some nice cuts. I get some 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 you know some meaty cuts. Mm-hmm. But other times it's just knuckles, man. It's just burnt knuckles with sauce on. Burnt knuckles with sauce. <laughs> I'm like, where's the meat at? Kenny's is consistent. But Kenny's, the thing with Kenny's is I've never had, I've never ordered, even if I ordered the same thing as before. I've never had a dish from them that tasted exactly the same, but it's a good thing because there's little nuances in what they do from, from you know, from meal to meal that makes me keep coming back. Like, oh right. man, it's right. a little different from the last time I ordered this. What mm-hmm. won me over with Kenny's was their turkey tips. Now I'm a dude who's had always- turkey tips. Oh, you got to try them, Rodney. You got to try them. I, I was always one of those dudes that looked down on turkey tips because I never had them prepared correct. But dude, they make the best turkey tips, bro. Mm. And they're fairly consistent with their ribs. And they're faster. The service is better. Mm. So there you have it. I 57, man, y'all fell off. Get y'all act together. <laughs> um, so here's my here's my deal. Since I've moved to Burbank. 15 well actually i moved to chicago reds first before i moved but 15 years ago i'm just gonna go off how i remembered them because i haven't had i-57 since i've been married and uh, no man like i haven't yeah because it's so far now it's so far for me so i can't i can't go over there to to Halstead and everything but i did hear over the years that they they they're not they're not the same as it used to be and i actually you know what i take that back i did my my mom did order some i-57 one time when i went over her house and i I, it was it was it was good but i could tell it was a difference i could tell it was a difference and that was like mid 2010s like i'm thinking 13 14 so i'm like yeah something different about these rib tips you know what i mean they were too fat too much fat it wasn't meaty enough it's like okay all right i-57 i'm a little a little disappointed by this you know so um but uh, and, and and i never was in a hurry to go back or be like uh, whenever i'm on the south side i'm going to i-57 to get some rib tips or to get some links so with kenny's now correct me if i'm wrong the kenny's on stony island is closed right no it's still open it's still open over there yeah, that's the one I order from. Oh man, dude! On, on uh, like the one I'm talking about, eighty six. I'm pretty sure eighty. No wait, eighty six. You said eighty six in Stony or eighty six in Cottage? Yeah, no, nah, Stony. No, that one. That one I believe is closed. Okay, okay, all right, all right, cool, cool. So, what? How many Kenny's locations are left? 
about to look it up right now. Um, you got one in Cal Park, which I actually have not had before. Um, and then where's the other one? Man. Okay, I see here. It got one in Madsen. They got one in Madsen and they got one in Lansing. Wait a minute. So who? who I, there's one I ordered from that's fairly close. I think that's the one on, um, on Cottage. Man, they website bootleg, so I can't. They're not even giving me the location. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they got one in Madsen. They got one in Lansing. And they got one in, Cal in Calumet Park. So, but dude, I, I don't ever remember going to Kenny's and be walking away disappointed every time I've gotten Kenny's. And I, there were people that used to give a lot of pushback to Kenny's saying it's hood food. Oh, it's not that good. And this, that, and other. I was like, yo, y'all, I don't know what you guys are eating, where you guys are eating your barbecue at. Don't give me no Robinsons. They're overrated. Like, Every time I go to Kenny's, I always walk away happy. And I've never like walked away disappointed. And hey man, Kenny's is it's like the barbecue version of Harold's chicken to me. It's it's like they all as far as the employees that work there, you know, it's people that probably used to be at A and A meetings and you know, <laughs> you know the 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 chick at the cash register is one of the hood chicks in the neighborhood and got an attitude, chewing gum and, you know, not even saying, how may I help you? I just go up to her and order. Actually, man, I used to go to Kenny so much. She already knew my order. Oh, snap. She already knew my order. She like, oh, six wings, mouth sauce. And then every time I come up, sometimes I come in there and change it up. She's like, oh, man, don't you be changing up on me, okay? I was <laughs> like... <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I mean, you. I can't order nothing different. She like, I mean, I uh -uh. change it up anytime I feel like it. Right. <laughs> you gonna tell funny. me I can't change my stuff up? There was there was one. I used to hit up the one in um, Lansing. Mm -hmm. It was one in Lansing that was solid. Weren't they? Aren't they owned by the same guy who owned who runs Dusty's? That I don't know. That I don't know. I believe so. I believe so. But yeah, man, bro, yeah, 2001, 2002, I-57, wasn't nobody touching them. But now, I don't know, man. I think they started resting on their laurels. Like, oh, man, people going to come to us anyway. We ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, I, and then you know what? The customer service is better at Kenny's. Um, they take care yeah. of you. You ain't got to wait all day for your food. Your food is ready. And it's hot. It's piping hot. Um, and one thing about Kenny's red uh, wings, dude, man, you gotta let that junk cool off for a minute because <laughs> they heat up <laughs> their sauce, they heat up their sauce and they pour it on there. And man, I'll be trying to break, I'll be trying to rip it in half, man. I'll be like, ah, ah, oh, I gotta <laughs> let this sit, man. <laughs> but, um, with all that being said, I, I gotta go with Kenny's, man. I'm with you on this. I, I think I 57 is. They're no longer the the Chicago's best kept secret anymore. They're they're not nothing to cry home to mom about. And plus, I've been to better barbecue spots since then that will blow I fifty seven off the market. 
they're just fortunate to be in a location where there's no other restaurant that can p- compete with them. Yeah, yeah, real talk. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kenny's on this one, man. Kenny's, Kenny's is dear to my heart, man. You took me back, man. You took me back with that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I got ride with the Kenny's, man. And for those who are not from Chicago and that are listening to this podcast, whenever you come. To Chicago and you want some really good barbecue, man. Check out Kenny's. Give him a chance. And and, and and we will not steer you the wrong direction. I promise you that. So you heard it here first. Oh, sir. Yep. Yeah. All right. We got some awards to give out. Big Head Rico Award. I don't really have nothing for that one. <laughs> um, Big Head Rico Award, James Harden. Almost <laughs> Laying a goose egg in that game against Brooklyn. Oh, it's yeah, like he I was possessed. To... By the... Oh, I got he a big head. Re- he... Go ahead. He was Go possessed ahead. by the by the spirit of uh, Roy Hibbert or something. <laughs> Roy Remember Roy Hibbert, goose egg Hibbert, <laughs> goosey man, goosey man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Roy Hibbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's one. I got a big... I I, I almost forgot about this. I got a big hair Rico Award. Might as go to Tom Brady, man, for coming out of retirement, (laughs) dude. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, come on, bro. And you know who called it? You know who called it a month ago? I was Was watching... No, 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 no. I was watching the Rich Eisen show, and Michael Irvin was on there as a special guest. And... Tom Brady had right after his announcement that he was retiring originally a few days later I guess Tom Brady got his own podcast and they asked him about is he going to stay retired and he told the guy never say never so Michael Irvin was like let me break it down to you guys what never said what he meant by never say never he was like when you realize you know you've been on the Patriots for 20 years You've been on Tampa Bay Buccaneers for two years and you've been the man, you've been the one calling the shots. And he's like, you come home and you realize you ain't the boss no more. <laughs> and, and and the kids, and, and you know, he said, I went to my bishop, man, I came home. He's like, man, I, I thought it was going to be sweet. He said, you know, in my, my figmentation and my imagination thought it was going to be sweet. I'm sitting back, I'm chilling. My wife like take out the garbage. He was like, I got you out the hood with these with these hands. How you gonna tell me to take out the garbage? And he was he realized he ain't the man because she was holding it down the whole time while you was playing. So you ain't about to come in right in and start calling shots and relaxing. You about to do some chores. You about to go cut some grass. You about to go do some. Th- you about to go do some laundry. You know, because you was out there winning Super Bowls and everything. And so he's like, man. Six days later, he realized he wasn't a man. He got on this podcast and was like, never say never. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, and he said, Uh, he was like, bet you he won't last five weeks. That's what Michael Irvin said on the show. He said, I bet you he don't last five weeks. Wow. Yeah, he sure didn't. And he sure didn't. This man back talking about some unfinished business get out of here man tom brady ain't nobody don't want to come no ain't nobody come to see you man i'm gonna <laughs> put that too on that's the next award the the essence of oldest award goes to tom brady as well ain't nobody come to see you man so go ahead I have to agree so you got a you got a uh essence of oldest award i'll ride with that one i'll ride with tom brady because i'm definitely not trying to see him next year <laughs> 
Cuddy Award. I got. I'm giving it to the Toronto Raptors for what they did to the Lakers. Um, twenty one. What was it? Twenty two to two to start off the game. Oh, I didn't even catch that, bro. Oh, okay, that was the game LeBron kept getting all frustrated in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. The game started off twenty two to two. Dang, 22 twos. <laughs> 22 twos. <laughs> yep. And uh, also got a, a side one. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns for knocking the Spurs down a, a flight of stairs, dropping 60 on them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to give my, my uh, Cuddy Award to Cam Johnson this week. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. Cam Johnson. Keep doing your thing, man. You played yourself a war. LeBron James, man. Le- <laughs> LeBron gonna keep winning. LeBron, Kyrie, dude, we gotta go back and see how many times either LeBron or Kyrie has won these awards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are the reigning champions in this in this area. Man. But uh you, you got one? I do. I got a Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook. Bro, how you gonna get onto a hot mic and be like, "Yeah, you know they playing with my name. That's my that's my family name. You know I don't want my kids coming to the games and hearing people yell at their dad a nickname." Uh, bro, people calling you Russell Westbrook is very very tame compared yeah. to what they've yelled at other players. Exactly. And you talking about, yeah, I don't like that. Okay, well, when you come to my stadium, guess what I'm calling you? I'm calling you Russell Westbrook because now I know it bothers you. So you just you just signed up for, for a future of that, bro. You know, and then getting all, you know, he getting all uh, uh, antagonistic with the reporter who asked him a question about, you know, did you did you not see the the uh, how how did how differently did you did you uh, view the season going? The season ain't over yet. Season, how can you tell you me what I view? How I view? How can you tell me? I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you, fool. I asked you what you thought. Right. You know, he getting all antagonistic and going back to the Russell Westbrook thing, bro. You are such a hypocrite. When KD left and everybody was calling him a cupcake, you was the main one walking around with cupcake signs, walking around with cupcake t-shirts, yep. tweeting about it, and now yep. you catch your feelings because they call you Westbrook? Yeah. What a hypocrite, dude. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Good call on the that main one. one. What a Good hypocrite. Call. Good call on that one. <laughs> yeah, Westbrook, take this award, man. Milk Carton Award. I got the dunk contest, man. Where, where where has a bit good dunk contest been since Zach and 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 what's his name left? Uh, what's that guy's name? Gordon, Aaron Gordon left. When when, when where where's the dunk contest been? Everybody everybody needs to back up off the dunk contest, yo. Like 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 okay, we had a bad year. Well, what, what, yeah, get over it. Like but like but Ian, dude, that was the that was a layup contest, bro. I get that, but this, we had one bad dunk contest. Everybody, oh, cancel the dunk contest. Cancel it. Get rid of it. I ain't saying cancel it. I don't want to cancel the dunk contest. I'm not in there. Everybody pump the brakes, okay? Yeah, I'm we not in that off, group. We had an off year, okay? Just just calm down. Real quick question, real side question. What do you think would save the dunk contest? 
if stars got got back into it again once the once the stars say no we're not doing this that's when it really started waning you know in, in terms of popularity like back in the day when you had people like jordan and dominique and uh vince carter and like the prime talent of the nba signing up for the gun contest it was it was it was jumping but now you got like all these like no name rookies in the dunk contest now, like Duncan Tim's. <laughs> yeah, I, I low key, I, I would, I would, I would get at high scores, Duncan Tim's. <laughs> hey, you know what else was is a lost art in the dunk contest too? Because of the fact that the stars are added to the dunk contest, you also got no names with a combination of no names. Every now and then, you get a no name that shocked the stars. Like yeah. Harold Minor, you know people forget about Harold Minor. Yeah, Stove guy. Yeah. So, shout out Stove Guy Cooks. But yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, come on. You, you, that's the excitement that we missing out on because cats like John ja Morant don't want to be in it. Cats like Zion don't want to be in it. LeBron James going his whole career never did a dunk contest. Like, come on, man. Yeah, that's lame. It's like I I, I don't know what they scared of. Look, LeBron only got one dunk that he does. So like, that's cool. Let's watch that one dunk. It's too late now. He's too old to be in the dunk contest. But I'm saying that one pull back dunk he does, and <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. That's it. But I I would have you know I would have loved to see John Moran in this one or. Uh, you know, even Ant, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Ant-Man, you know? I would have liked seeing him in the dunk contest, but hey, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, do you got a milk carton award? Don't. All right, it's a shame award. It's a shame. It's a shame what happened to Brittany Griner. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Man, you, yeah, man, I forgot about you think she gonna get out, man? They said they no. talking ten years, man. Heck no, she ain't getting out. You gotta, you gotta. It's a diplomatic nightmare, bro. They got her on trumped up charges, and she a black woman. Yeah, it's over for her. Yeah, yeah. It's sad to say, man. The president of the WNBA came out and said that, or not the president, commissioner came out and said, "Oh, we're gonna do all it takes to get Brittany Griner out of." Russia and I was like, uh, have fun with that. Like Putin, yeah, Putin, Putin ride by his own uh rules and regulations, man. Yeah, this, I, this I, man I, changed I, the law. This man changed Russia's law so that they can't vote him out as a president, dude. <laughs> like this dude is a this dude is sinister. Yeah, he classic dictator, bro. Classic. So um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's it's uh, it's it's been one for Brittany Griner. Phoenix Mercury gonna have to figure out what they gonna do going into next season, but they they not gonna have her on the squad. I tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's done. Yeah, uh, do you got a, it's a shame award? That's a shame what happened to the Atlanta Hawks, man. <sighs> man, dude. I got off that bandwagon. Why are they making me look stupid? I I I, I picked them. You should have followed me in. I saw the I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I picked them to go to the playoffs. They ain't gonna sniff the playoffs. After 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 I, I picked them to not go to the playoffs, and then they get make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. 
Yeah, man. After but that, I, I knew that was they ceiling, man. They didn't do nothing to improve that team. So I was like, man, I'm out. And then and then the nerve of them be like, well, you know, it gets boring. It gets boring in the regular season. Y'all act like y'all didn't won two championships right. already. You know who has a right to say that? Milwaukee. Right, Golden State. Golden State. You know, like y'all don't have a right to say that. Oh my God, dude. Ugh. I forgot about them Hawks. Yeah, get them out of here. I don't wanna see them. <laughs> On that note, man, we're going to end it right here, man. Feels good to be back for another episode. And thanks for hanging around this morning. Not a problem. Couple, couple last words, man. Please, please pray for all the friends, man, in Ukraine and Russia. Yes. yes um, I'm glad you included Russia, too, because people don't, people forget to include Russia, too, man. Yeah, yeah. Putin been outlawed to work on our friends in Russia and now... You know the friends of ukraine they they gotta you know they either gotta flee or or fight you know, or, or yeah or fight you know so please please keep praying for them um man i i, I couldn't imagine you know what they're going through right now so keep them in your prayers keep them in your prayers yeah most definitely most definitely and uh man pretty soon uh we get that next show going, man. We getting we'll be getting close to the playoffs, so be on the lookout for some playoff predictions coming soon. And uh, we also yeah, got some awards yeah. to give out too, some special ones. Yeah, and be on the lookout for the Sister Williams beat tape that's getting ready to drop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Be on the lookout for that as well. She got she got she got the memorial campaign uh, coming up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yep, you know, Sister Williams, Williams is back in action, and she going she going to give a, a proper response to that last diss that uh brother. Stan oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I can't wait. But uh, <laughs> with that being said, man, I got to get out of here. I got to start cutting some heads. So I will see you guys on the next one. All right, peace. <laughs>